Hey y'all. Hey guys, welcome to our new podcast, Starry Unfiltered. I'm Natalie. I'm Andrea. And we're going to be your hosts. Uh, thank you so much for listening in and joining us on this new exciting project. Uh, we hope you guys like it. Um, we're new, so please, uh, if you have any suggestions, <laughs> bear with us during our technical errors or whatever. But again, we're so, so excited to do this with you guys. Uh, for the most part, we're going to be talking about a variety of things. We might give you guys some advice. You guys might listen to our stories. But there's a lot of stories. There's a lot of stories. So we hope you guys are excited and that you want to hear them. Um, but we just wanted to jump in real quick and say that before we get right into the episode. So here's to episode one, and I hope you guys enjoy it. Gosh, I'm from Temple, Texas, and my major is in criminal justice. Uh, I am a junior, so I have about a year and a half left after the semester, and then I'll be all done. My name is Julia. Um, I'm a senior at UTSA. I'm studying kinesiology, and my hometown is Sacramento, California. Uh, my name is Jerry. I'm a senior. Uh, I also go to UTSA. I study actuary science, and I don't really have a hometown. You're not gonna give a little more information. You're just gonna say. Which one would you say? Like, okay. He's so mysterious and cool. Ooh. Like, oh my gosh, I don't have a hometown. I don't. Fans are gonna go crazy. For that. <laughs> All right, I'll tell you this. Home much. is where the heart is. I was born in Georgia. How about that? <laughs> Perfect. Um, I guess. Do you want to introduce? I guess so. We might as well do that. Um, so I'm Natalie. I'm a Mexican-American studies major. Uh, I have a minor in Latin American studies. Uh, technically, this is my fourth year, but since I added the minor, I have like a semester and a half left. So don't Bummer. tell my parents because they're going to go crazy. They don't know? They do not know. Hmm. Uh, they the? think I'm going to graduate this uh, spring. So, so that you're just not going to tell conversation them? To have. Let me let future Natalie go. <laughs> Okay. I guess that's what we're doing. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> um, I'm Andrea. I was born in Puerto Rico. I moved to Texas when I was 12. Been here ever since. I am a natural science major, major, and I'm in my third year. But I've switched a couple times, so I think I have a long way to go. I think that's fair. I don't think it's fair that we have to decide what our major is. Dude, this is literally like my fifth year college. college. Yeah, it's my fifth year. Maybe. I'm tired. I'm tired. <laughs> It's, it's not really bad to switch your major too many times. I mean, my roommate, he switched his major three times, like, about this point. He started off, I'm criminal justice, he started off with me, changed it to architecture, decided he didn't like that. Now he's biology, I think he changed it again, I don't know what it is, but... I mean, really? Isn't he doing business I now? I thought he was doing biology stuff. I thought he was doing business. I think he's, I don't know, something with a B. <laughs> I, don't know. I guess we'll find out whenever he's Something like that, but, I mean, as long as you get to like a point where you know where you want to go in college and you're like set and like I want to do this it doesn't matter how old you are there's people in college who are 50 60 years old getting their that's true. getting their not basics and I mean what where most people are in their like early like really early 20s not even 20 years old going into college changing your major just I guess that's a good point because I always I mean all of when I was in high school all of us as soon as we graduated for like 98% of us like went straight into college and there was like a few that took like that gap year or that semester off and I think like looking back now I probably would have done the same like I wouldn't yeah. have gone in straight to a four-year like same. I probably would have done my basics at community college and then transferred to uh, a four-year college I think that would have been smart but I mean like I guess everyone's path is it's not not saying that I regret coming straight to UTSA but like I feel like it's so expected of people to yeah. yeah, going to community college was honestly like one of the best things I did, just like money-wise, and then yeah. it also let me like kind of transition really easily into university, because like high school, um, it's like you know the routine, and community college is kind of like high school in that sense, like the classes are smaller, and then you come to university, and like literally like no one cares who you are, like yeah. literally like you don't, I don't know, I feel like it's just an easier transition with community college, but that's just my opinion. No. I mean, but like sometimes like you do that right like you take that year off or you or you go to community college sometimes you're like it's not even worth it i mean that's how people sure. look at it they come to these four-year colleges and they're just like what the hell am i doing here mm -hmm. i mean this is 
I'm wasting my money. I should just be working. That was me last year. <laughs> like half of us are just thinking that, right? I think. I mean, I just found out it's also possible to max out your undergraduate hours. How can the hell really? that happens? I don't know. You can really do that. Isn't it like 120 though? Oh, by changing your major, so you were to talk to your book. This is my third major. Just say it, just say it. You know that like, if you're going to change your major a bunch of times, you got to have a limit on it. And, you know, back to the community college thing, a lot of people think that, you know, there's some stigma like, oh, if you go to a community college, you're like not as smart or you didn't make That's it to true. the big leagues. Like if you're a CAP student at UTSA, then you're not smart because you didn't make it in the UT or A&M, you know, true. vice versa. And... You know, like me myself, I, I did dual credit in high school. It's like a community college thing. While, while you're in high school, I was blessed to have that program. I got about almost two years of college done for really cheap. I was a high school student, and I did it all through community college. And I'm going to graduate with my, my bachelor's in about a year. And I don't even really have, like, not even, like, over 20, not even close to 10000 in debt. All because That's I did crazy. everything through community college. It helped me in cheaper way works the same as the more expensive way. I, mean. I think the thing is also like I know some community college credits don't transfer That's right. to mm -hmm. the four year college. Don't you have to get like a perfect five. It also it also it's, just depends tell, on like it's where telling you me go. that now. <laughs> I was like I, I, was, I got fours on seven AP classes and only they one of, yeah, of them. I'm honestly lucky that a lot of my credits did transfer, but that was something that I, like, when I knew that I wanted to come and transfer here, I made sure, like, I'm only going to go to a school that accepts, like, yeah. these credits, because I'm not going to waste my time. Exactly. I know. Because, like, I had to retake pre-calc, like, three times. <laughs> a lot of people also transfer, like, university, like, small university to big university. Like, I know people who go over UTSA first, and then end up at UT. Oh, right. There's, like, a program for that. Oh yes, the CAP, the CAP program. program. Yes. Yeah, well, a lot of CAP students, like I had a ton of friends who, you know, did the CAP program and I didn't even apply to UT because I knew I wouldn't have gotten in. My grades weren't quite there. And uh, they also didn't have the major that I wanted, but I also knew that I couldn't afford UT. I wanted to go because all my friends were going. I was like, oh, I want to go with everybody that I know who's going to UT because I didn't know a single person who was going to UTSA, but I knew what my cards were, what I was being dealt, I had to go to UTSA just because, I mean, it was the only college I actually applied for. I just hoped that I was going to get in, and I got in luckily, so here I am now. But a lot of people think that just because they get into the CAP program that they're not going to make it to the university, and some people actually like it, and then they end up staying. So. Are you going to stay? Well, I am not in the CAP program. I didn't, <laughs> I, it's literally this last year, isn't it? I, I didn't do the CAP program because I knew I couldn't afford UT. And right. with UTSA, like financial aid helping me, it's been much more affordable, a lot easier for me. And I, you right. know, come, come to find out, I love UTSA a lot more than I thought I would. Yeah. Apply for as many scholarships as you can. It doesn't yes. hurt. There's thousands and there's hundreds of thousands of dollars and, and even more in scholarships that nobody claims every year. There's You never know if you're going to qualify for it or not. It might seem like it's a bit hard to do essays or to qualify for them in general, but you never know what scholarships you can qualify for and it's just free money just, just for the grab. And you know, that that little bit of free money can go a long way because you know, like $10,000 and, and you know, student bills is it goes a long it way. Adds up. It Because really you got goes. interest too. Like yeah, you pay it off yeah. afterwards and like you pay it off per month, mm -hmm. but you're also paying interest on top of that. So instead of paying like $10,000, you're paying like, I don't know, like 18000 by the end of it. That's, that's 8000 extra dollars, which I'm kind of in the, the middle of that right now. So. Spe speaking of which, like don't ever like do the unsubs unsubsidized loans, do the subsidized loans. Because if you do unsubsidized, that adds interest and increases it like three times the amount that you're paying it over each, each month that you still owe. If you do subsidized loans, it's literally just that amount itself. So if it's 4000 it'll be 4000 after yeah, you graduate. Yeah, I remember... Um, Can y'all explain was, what that means? Like, yeah, so unsubsidized loans, they as soon as you take it out, it accrues interest while you're still in school, and I mean, even after you graduate, versus your subsidized loans. Typically, your subsidized loans are like a lot smaller, um, but they don't incur interest until like, I think you have like a grace period even after you, a six month grace period okay. after you graduate. But I've heard that you can apply to extend that period. Yeah, you can. And then also for loans, if you take those out, if you do like volunteer work or if you're, I mean, for me, um, if I took out any more loans, I mean, I'm going to go into education. There are like programs and things like that that you can apply for if you're a teacher that like, if you work a certain amount of years in education, if you work 10 years in education, your debt is written off or forgiven. And right. that too, and also stuff too, like banks as well, um, they offer forgiveness loan, loan plans yeah. that help you um, pay off your debt as well as build your credit as well. 
So then you can start affording bigger things like houses or cars, or yourself just having it just in case you need it for emergencies, honestly. You know, if you don't want to go to college first, military, if you go through, you know, a certain amount of time, you get free college yourself. You know, they'll, they'll pay for all that stuff. ROTC. I mean, there's different ways. So say like if you were to enlist and stuff like that, um, there's something called tuition assistance. So while you're serving, you can do about two classes, three classes a week, a year, get your associates. Then once you're out, then you can still, again, use your benefits that you have with the, with the GI Bill if you wanted to. Um, and then for my case, I'm doing it through the ROTC program. And ROTC offers you scholarships. So the way that it goes is you can be the, either be on scholarship and you serve about eight years total. It's going to be four years active, four years um, with either National Guard or Reserve, or you can be non-scholarship and still go in, still do eight total years, be three, three to four years active, and then the other four years are Reserve and National Guard as well. I mean, there's a whole bunch of um, <laughs> stuff that you can do with it. Honestly, but either way, um, even with that, there's a lot of loans for incoming uh, military men and women that are just out there sitting, and that money is just there waiting for them to be used, and they never take advantage of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Speaking of like ROTC though, like going back to it, so I was in Air Force ROTC for two years. You were in the Air Force. I am in Army ROTC, yeah. which is so much better. It's literally not. It is so much. But um, basically, so you, the thing that's very um, glimmering about joining ROTC is the chance to qualify for the scholarship where it'll pay for your tuition for all four years. Wow. My boyfriend, he got a scholarship where he hasn't had to pay anything for um, all four years that he's been here. So you actually compete for the scholarship is a thing too. Okay. So compete. you compete with everyone else. Mm -hmm. um, like you have to be... Yeah. So you not sorry, to get sorry, too deep, sorry. not to get too much into it, but once you're in it, because they can't just give money to everyone as much as they would like to, like right. they want the best of the best, like because these people you go into the program and they want you to be officers, like you have to be in charge of people at the end of it. Yeah. Like you're gonna go into the military and they want you to have the capabilities to lead these people, so you really have to, um, you know, compete for that. But I never got it. But financial aid for or physical services in terms of UTSA staff, like they've been super helpful. At least whenever I call yeah. or gone in person, um, they were able to either direct me to the right department or give me a, a clear-cut answer right there. So I mean, obviously we all go to UTSA, but like, if you have to go back again or or you're talking to a resident, like what would you tell them in terms of like they're struggling with paying their installments or paying for tuition? Like where would you direct them? Um, in terms of like, I mean, even Josh said, there's all those scholarships in you too, Jerry. Like there's all that money that's sitting there and like no one really. So I would say this, right? Don't ever be afraid to ask for help. Like everyone at some point in their life has had to struggle and crawl their way through, through like what's been given in front of them. You know what I mean, if you don't ask for help, you're just making it tougher on yourself. Like, like literally like, what I always tell people is that I never regret my decision coming to UTSA because even though, yes, it is a smaller school, this smaller schools tend to, like, fit people better because <clears throat> it's more uh, friendly and you can get more out of it by just asking for advice on anything that you want. True. Yeah. And don't be afraid. I, whenever I first started, before I even got here as a freshman, I would call those numbers, and during busy times, they're like, oh, it's a three-hour wait. It sounds like a lot, but if you wait that time on the phone, they will help. She's not patient, y'all. Like, <laughs> probably the most <laughs> impatient person you ever meet. But, like, you can just, you know, call, distract yourself with something else, and then obviously you'll get to the top of the queue at some point. That was my biggest thing. The first couple of times I called, I would be like, Three hours. <laughs> no. I was like, but they do have the callback option. I was gonna say too. too. <laughs> they do now. Those. I don't know if they, they really do they every work. time. They work. Or you know, my favorite, my favorite part is when you call one person and you press all the extensions and you wait the three hours and you're like, yes, this is my question, and they're like, well, that's not our department. <gasps> yes. Long story short. <laughs> <laughs> and I ain't long story longer. <laughs> His 
No, it was because like, so my short, account, short, short. my account got hacked into, money got taken out that I didn't have. Ooh, you fell for those scams, huh? Oh, no, damn. no, my account got had hacked. <laughs> my account got hacked. <laughs> so about five G's got taken out of my account. I was in debt about a thousand. He's a debt? Did Not he say debt? Say it again. Say it again. Yo, run that shit. Back. <laughs> shut, up, shut up. Shut up. But no. Um, and then I'm trying to get access back to my account, and USA just keeps sending me to like these different goddamn people every single time, and it took over two months for me to get access back to my account. But going back to school. Um. Well, it was like, <laughs> the next thing was like since we were talking about money, I guess. I mean, right now, do you, do you guys have credit cards? I. I mean, I just have a debit card. You damn right I got a credit card. I, I, well, it's like, I've always been rejected. So like, even when I put in, like... You mean, like, the baby ones? Like, you mean, like, the baby ones? I have you tried in, like, Discover? This. Yes. I did the student one, and I got rejected. Because I was putting... I guess because I put in the University Oaks. Well, I put, like, the bi-monthly thing that we do, but, like, the bare minimum. Mm -hmm. Selena was telling me... I don't know if you guys remember saying that. But Selena was telling me it was because I didn't include, like, the installment. Because yeah. it's like, Ayo, before you reapply, let me refer you because we'll both get $100 cash oh, back. Oh, like, yes. I'm dead serious. We will. You know, you guys mentioned credit cards. Something that, uh, that I, I was doing before, when I became a resident at first. And you can do it for any bills, you know, just, you know, for a resident at University of Oaks. It's pretty helpful that if you want to build your credit and you don't have a credit card yet, you can uh, apply for one that, you know, has a good amount of limit of where you can pay at least one bill. So... Get a credit card. I I did discover, and I was paying for my installments. And as long as you know that you're going to make those installments, and you know that you're going to put that money back every time you pay for it, you can pay for your installments, your phone bill, or your car bill, whatever it is. I suggest starting with a small bill, so you know you you know build up like uh, that responsibility where you know you're going to pay it back. So start with a low bill, and then you can go all the way up to like car bills, uh, mortgage, rent, you know, all that stuff. And mortgage. You in college with the mortgage? I don't mortgage? Like, I, you know, rent, rent, you know, I was just I mean, he, he's, he's right, though, because it, it helps build up your, uh, your credit fast, because I started doing it with my, with my phone bill. I put it to my car, and then my credit score is about 700 right now. Yeah, and it, it wow. just, it goes much higher. I've never checked mine. What? It's like the, the, the thing that they say about, like, checking your credit often, like, no. No. That's a damn myth. Right? It's if you like, if like another third party like pulls it, then I think it like does like they yeah, mark no, it no, in your that, credit score. Oh. So like if you go to like a car dealership, they have to pull your credit for that. Right. So like every time you do that, it's like a little ding but in your credit score. That is true. Something you like take that. Take out a credit card with like a bank, but if like so if you ask the bank to like check your credit, and that doesn't ding. I do know you can yeah. check it through your bank as well. Because like, wasn't there like Mine's a in company the that like Credit Karma? Yeah, I, I, you I check your credit. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like that was no, like that's, that's, that's a myth. It's a myth. Right? It's that, a like, myth. If you go to a credit checking website or company, like asking them to check it for you. It's when you have a union. Like it's not 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 specifically a union, but when onion. you have somebody pull your credit, like. For example, it happened to me. I went to Old Navy one day. They were having a nice sale. I had a bunch of stuff, and they're like, "Oh, if you apply for an Old Navy credit card, you will get, you'll get half off on your order." And they, and I applied for it. Uh, my credit. Half off. Yeah, like it Sorry. was. It was like a deal. That's what he's probably just saying. Man. No, it's not. It's, it's no. I'm saying because they. <laughs> I had them ran. They ran my credit. Uh, it was too low. I got declined. And, they ran your credit for that? Yeah. So they they have to. They have to. And, no, shut card. the fuck up. No, because yes. I have a Macy's credit card and I didn't know that. Yes, they do. Yeah. It's, it's a credit card. Okay. okay, when you say it like that, it like hurts. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so like when my mom, when my mom opened the credit card with Sears, like they like all her information and they approved her right there on the spot so how did they not approve you when you opened no but they Macy's did credit? i just didn't know that they pulled my credit score yes. <laughs> yeah they didn't approve me it was it was low at the time this was whenever like before i had uh had Actually, opened up my credit card yeah i know right but <laughs> this was before i was building my credit by paying my bills and you know it dropped my but if you get declined it does it'll drop it like two points mine dropped by two points I didn't get half off of my order, and then I would embarrass myself in front of the cashier. Mm. I was like, "Yes, she was." like I was watching it decline because you know, like this, that, the third. She's like, "Oh, what do you know? It did get declined." I was like, "I was like, bet." I was like, "All right," and then paid, paid for it, lost my credit points, and then I walked out the store. <laughs> Thankful price. <for> <laughs> 
But it, it was a lesson learned, and then from that point on, I was like, I gotta build my credit so I don't embarrass myself again, or you know, <laughs> so I can full so circle. I can be approved for yeah. a house or something in the future. If I get a new car, and you know, that's why if you haven't started a credit card yet, you know, don't be scared. If your parents think you're not responsible, you know, you might want to listen to them or not. You know, make your <laughs> big adult responsibilities, but uh, you should definitely consider the future because you know you're gonna want to eventually get approved for a car, a mortgage. This, you know, anything. Well, Bro, they're just trying to get through college. I don't think they're thinking about yeah. a mortgage. Like, which I, I agree, though. You well, should start. The, well, it's future, an easy start. You know, after college, you know, people start off. Some people want to buy a house. Some people want to, you know, put it down payment. In this economy? Nah, I mean, mm -hmm. not every, some people can. Some people can't afford it. It depends on what field you're going into. Mm -hmm. you know, also, not everybody's blessed with, like, coming into college with a car. Yeah. That's also yeah. true. Um, I feel like I was, I'm super lucky. I have both my parents. They fully support me going to college. They're willing to meet me halfway on my tuition and my car and before I was an RA like they would pay for my installments so I was extremely lucky in that sense mm -hmm. I was like I can't even imagine how hard it was not to have that support like in terms of family like both parents one parent whatever mm -hmm. so I, I tell my parents um occasionally I'm like damn I'm really in the trenches like I got all these bills they're like that sucks they're like my mom's like my mom's like girl same like yeah and, and trust me any, anybody can make it don't think that just because you know you don't have any spare money saved uh your parents like or your guardians are going to pay for your college because uh i came into college i you know financial aid covers everything and i you know i cover everything in between and luckily i make sure to pick you know everything that's as cheap as possible luckily financial aid covers like almost all of it i, I yeah, it's fantastic yeah, yeah. and i just pay the Right. Yeah, 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 that's if you qualify. But TBH, like, also, like, I don't know if we should say this, but, like, because we represent, like, UTSA. But let's not also forget to mention that there's also trade school. Yeah. And, like, there's other professions than just going to, to a four-year university. Yeah. yeah. Like, well, honestly, we need more of that, actually. That's like, true. my um, my sister's boyfriend's an electrician, and he makes good money. You he's, think? he's like, a year or year two younger than me. And he's making yeah. bank Sometimes being electrician. I see people like that, like that didn't go to college, just like mm -hmm. went straight into work, they're making bank, and I'm just like, that could have been me. It really could have. It is. And you know, a lot of people they they get to college, and you know, the, the whole stigma like I'm a broke college student. You know, most college students are broke. Like, you know, it's not like I've been like over here like living lavishly since I've been to college. You know, there's lots of ways to you know like make ends meet. Like if you have to pay for one thing, you know, you can do the other. Like, if you can't afford groceries, like, and all that stuff, and, you know, you're, you don't want to eat ramen noodles every day, there's lots of alternatives, you know, here at Yes, we have, the, we have our free groceries on Wednesdays. We have free groceries every Wednesday. And That's a Kai Alpha plug. Yeah, there's, there's food pantries around town. I volunteered <laughs> at a few pantries for community service uh, to get citations afield, of course. Uh, you know, I you know I couldn't. Sorry, pay. You had like 18. I know, I know. <laughs> oh I couldn't pay God. for my citations, so I. I'm gonna have to cut that because you can't be promoting. No, because like this, like no. Before we we were RAs, he had like 18, 18. on on his car, right? He he did volunteer service and got all of them taken off. And, and there's, yeah, exactly. so there's ways. So there's ways I'm to pay for it. And, you know, <laughs> like, you know like, if the students can't afford, like, the groceries, the, the food pantries that I volunteered at, they give out free groceries. They're all around town. They're downtown San Antonio over here, like, on, like, the north Isn't side. Isn't there one at UTSA? Yeah, they, they have, like, yeah, a yeah, the yeah, but they have the weirdest schedule ever. Yeah. Every time I try to go It always changes. I'm not going to lie to you. I would, uh, I would look at their Instagram and do that. What, the student union? Because, like, UTSA yeah, student union? It's by the UPS store. Yeah. But that's our Instagram? The UTSA Student Union? Is I that where they posted? Yeah, just okay. They have the HEB pantry, the, something. Yeah, the student something like that. Yeah, they have um, everywhere. There's because there's, there's the Chi Alpha groceries on Wednesday, and you have all these food pantries. I mean, you can even apply for food stamps. Uh, I, I mean, it's a, it's a. I heard that like if you apply for food stamps, it kind of also affects your financial aid, uh, like for FAFSA. So that's why I'm always I'm I'm not terrified, but I'm a little iffy about applying to food stamps because right now, like my Pell Grant covers basically my entire tuition. Yeah. Um, oh. So if I'm afraid to take out food stamps and then like get less and have to. Wouldn't it be the other way around though? Because if you need food stamps, I'm really more. Because no, you're already taking away would, money. You're from already the taking government. away money from the government. So they're like, okay, well. Yeah. Like the estamos dando allí. 
It's really, it's really just that, like, if, because you I mean either way, the food stamps money, that's not something that you can use on like tuition and bills. Or anything. Anything. Yeah, like, so like you, there's like certain, you know, things, that, you know, that food stamps money is money that's, you know, it's gifted to you. It's given to you, you know, based on your your living situations. Just like financial aid is the same. So really, that's just that money from financial aid. Instead of it going towards your tuition, it's just going towards your, you know. Your food. I mean, did y'all know some people actually try to use their food stamps to like buy like just beauty, regular like beauty products and shit like don't be that bitch don't be that weird bitch that like does that <laughs> no because like even they give you a list of things you can and can't buy i, I remember if you're in like the, and it doesn't go through yeah it like it can well, back in the day so much and then like the rest will have to pay out of pocket yeah week i had week too when yeah. i was growing week, up which is very good and then i am i was no longer a child so we had to buy everything yeah, yeah. and it, it wick is like i remember a lot of people came through with wick and it's like you can get this item, like milk, cereal, you can get like a certain amount of these. Like, do you know how like you get approved but, for those? So, oh, I don't know you have to be a here. woman. I did it in Puerto Rico. And <laughs> right? it was like, you have to go to a certain women store. Children. It was a really store. It was, it was like a store. A, no, it was. It used to be like, like pre like yeah. 2005, 2007, I think. It, there used to be like physical wick stores. Yeah. And you would go and you would get your rations. I remember getting like the Dora cereal. I loved the Dora <laughs> cereal. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I was You're bad. right. But yeah, and it's, cereal you get all and of like that. the fruit snacks and yeah. stuff like that. Gets you all this stuff for the kiddos. It, you, I mean, I, really it, now it's kids. different because yeah. when you go to H-E-B it. and stuff, you'll see like the oh. wig approved items, mm-hmm. like the tag. And then, we never did that. And but yeah, that was, but at that point, we were, yeah. we were in and you know, you mentioned how, yeah, yeah. Um, from what I, from what I remember, I do remember it was always mothers who were coming in and getting it. So yeah. you know, if you happen to be, uh, you know, a mother who's in college, yeah. apply for food stamps, apply for WIC because you'll get all these things that are meant specifically for you, specifically for your child. There's got to be a lot more programs out there for single mothers. Ones that we don't know. I mean, these exactly. are just the ones that we know and. You know, one program, you know, you can benefit from food stamps, you could get WIC, you could go to the pantries, you could come the here. The question is, can you do both at the same time? I don't know. You might not be able to I do doubt, I kind of doubt it because... So. There's got to be a limit, right? Like the, gov- the government is very, like, tedious and very specific on what you can and cannot do. Mm-hmm. And they always try to, like, they want to help you, but they also, they want their money. They do. Yeah, because there's... <laughs> it's kind of a like kind of a good point though that there is so many programs which is a little bit overwhelming and overbearing so like i think one of the best things that i've done is like network with people so that you can learn That's these true. things and it doesn't feel so much like you have to search for it on your own like mm-hmm. sometimes you'll just have conversations like these and you'll learn yeah. that like macy's will draw your credit score <laughs> you know like <laughs> like that because i graduated in england not i mean not english but I'm, i was military like even if you come to a school or to a state where like you don't know anyone like literally just like join a club and you can meet so many people that's true you can meet some of the best people you will ever know Look in like clubs I met, I met like sorry go ahead, go ahead i was just gonna say i met a lot of my friends <laughs> during my freshman classes people i still talk to like right now and we occasionally hang out i mean i think that was my biggest you came in during covid recently yeah <laughs> <laughs> that, that is true going out like and you know you can definitely meet people even if like you know you're not going to campus because i came fall 2020 Everything was still online. It, it, it was kind of it was kind of a buzz. Did we all? Yeah. Did we all? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I fall, fall 2019. 2019. 2019. Yes. Yeah. I came in 2020 too. And I was we, like, I came in 2020. You know what's funny? I came in 2020, and that was the only semester I actually made like a solid friend that I still talked to. Really? Time. And it was still online. Yeah. I do miss that. I feel like people who came in during COVID didn't have that chance to make those connections. Because yeah. it was first like I lived at I lived at Chisholm, and that same. Those were my first. <laughs> Jerry, what the hell? That's where I made my what first friend. What floor were you on? I was on the third floor. I was on the fourth. What? Oh, oh my god. god. I was in I was in 353. I was at what the hell was I in? I was I was in the middle stairway stairway. Oh, okay. Like, but just know like pre COVID, it was a different environment for every campus. Like every campus event, classes. But honestly, now that we're not in COVID, we're pretty much back to normalcy. Yeah. Do not Are be afraid. Not? Like, yeah, mm-hmm. pretty much. Honestly, Y'all that came in before COVID. I think it's. I think it's. it's I think we're we're getting there. We're just. It's not like how it was because if you go to campus, it's packed. But pre-COVID, you you couldn't even walk. No. You couldn't. You couldn't even walk to your classes. We at least when I was at Chisholm, like 
the, my friends on the, the same floor, we made a mission of like going to scout for our classes like a week before classes even started just so we wouldn't get lost and like, like you had to have different ways to yeah. get to class like, we had like three different routes to get to like one class just because like that's how like it's a your whole really? day depended on oh, like and, one little and if you think parking was is bad now it was way worse. People used to park on the other side of 1604 and, like, and, and walk. Like take a bird to class. I would pee my pants. Oh, I miss the birds so I much. Oh, no, but listen, but we have the bikes now. No, but the bikes. Oh, yeah. You ride it for free. I literally rode it like last it's week. It's for free? It's for free. No. Shut the fuck up and listen. <laughs> if you, so if you're, a UT, if you're a UTSA student and you register with your uh, student email, you ride for free for like two hours. It's only, but you have to register with a credit card because if you go oh. past that time you will get charged like oh. it's a rent like you can't just like so have it's it all like day the bikes that are in downtown. yeah like you have to bring it back and there's so many stations too there's one right outside there's phase three outside i don't know I, I don't know how i feel about that because like there's there's only so far you can get into campus on a bike without running say, into stairs or like an elevator or on campus the closest if you're going towards like the JPL, there's one right outside the Jimenez parking garage. Hmm. But it but funny. it is convenient though to have them in because there's one right next to the business building. It's really convenient because I can just like snatch a bike there and honestly, I'd be riding my shit through like the tra- the people. <laughs> I don't care. Like I'm trying to get because I got to work at phase three too. I'm okay, going so from the business building to phase like, three. It's so convenient. Like it, I guess like two campus would make sense, but. Coming back to University Oaks, I would see the appeal in that. Like yeah, honestly, even I going there too, because it it, <laughs> it chops a lot of the commute in half. To be honest, listen, I don't mind a silly little mental mental health walk. Lord knows I need it. Oh no, I don't walk. I drive to the bus stop. Take the bus. <laughs> you take the bus. Yeah. I don't the have the patience like to take the, the bus. Runner. The runner. The runner. Yes. You can't trust the via buses. I'm sorry. I've never I'm, used them. I'm just listen, scared. in terms of public transportation, every city could fucking need work. I'm not even gonna lie to you. I will say though, like I'm from Houston, the via buses are a lot cleaner than metros in Houston. Mm. Yes. That depends, like, on your view of the mm-hmm. via. But I'm telling you right now, the Speaking via buses via, are newer and cleaner. And I'm sorry to the Houstonians, but Houstonians, it is true. Can we talk about how the VIA bus is free for UTSA students, I was though? Just that is also true. So that's why we're talking about it, because it's free. That, I know a lot of people who struggled, and like it would say, like, register with your email. They're talking about the UTSA email. I had a lot of people, I had a lot of friends register with their regular personal email, and they were like, why am I still having to pay? And it I was like, tells no. you to register with your school email, though. UTSA sends out an email stating that. That's how they know you're Some student. people don't know how to fucking read. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and, then, and then, like, the VIA offers free rides and stuff. To the game, to the home games. games. Yeah. And to the downtown campus. Yes. If you That's have true. any downtown. I did, I did have to take the VIA bus. Before I had a car, I had to take the VIA bus to go meet with my advisor who was downtown. Your advisor was downtown? My advisor was downtown. It was a whole thing, let me tell you. When I had to come to orientation, they didn't know where to put me. Because my major, um, I should say, I'm one of those people who had already declared their major before they got here into classes. That's just because I knew I wanted to be a Mexican-American studies major. Um, And so at first, my advisor was here on main campus. But then, I don't know, something happened with their system, and they had put me in the wrong group. And then the last day that we had where we had to go and register for classes and meet with our advisor and everything, they were like, yeah, I don't know why you're here. You're like, your advisor is not downtown like your advisor is me and then I was like okay so like what group am I supposed to join in and they were like well it's too late now and then they just put me on the bus and I went and I met did with you ever change it guy. did no, you ever they were they were like at, at this point it's too late they no it's like, never too late you can always change your advisor they were like no and I was no, like because okay. I actually like I had my advisor for like a year or and a half um no shade to her, I'm not gonna name names, but I did not like her because she was just not helpful. Like you need an advisor who's gonna help you decide what classes to take, like what, how far you are in your degree plan. Like it's so important, you can't just figure all that stuff out by yourself. She just wasn't doing it. So then I ended up having to email like the, the head of like the department. And now he's technically my advisor. He says I can go to him and like I got all my shit done. My first advisor was not helpful. Then she dipped. And then I was advisor less for like a couple months. I called to be like, hey, I never got that email to be like, here's your new advisor. Got a temp advisor, and then she was technically my main advisor for a couple months. 
and then she dipped, and then I was once again advisor less. So I had to yes. schedule like my entire spring You're semester. Not I'm not. I've never heard from my advisor since my freshman year. Y'all are crazy. I don't know. Like, Literally. So I, I, so I, I, I've just been doing it myself. Same. Like, I did I, it all myself. I look at degree work. Josh used to get hired in TSA. What the heck? No, like I, I, like right before I came into college, like right before our fall started for my first semester, she reached out to me. Well, I'm not gonna. Any names, of course, don't want to throw any shade, but she was really helpful. She's like, Oh, you need to do this, like, this is what you should get prepped for because you know, your upper division classes, you know, I hadn't done anything yet, and that was the last I heard from her. I mean, wow. I haven't talked to her since, and I just go in degree works. I'm like, Okay, I need this class, so I just register for a bunch of classes. That's what I do. I mean, no lie, if you know the classes for your um, degree program, you don't really need your advisor, yeah. but it does help sometimes. First of all. Advisor. They updated degree works, and I hate it's the ugly. way it looks. It is I ugly. I hate the way it looks. I liked how they like made the whole thing red or green. Red I was like, this green, is so and clear. And now they're like circles. Yeah. Because you have to click on it, and I'm just like, and I was like I'm, I'm not doing this. It's ugly. Guys, <laughs> yeah. hey, if they're, if you're listening, I need the old degree works back. But but you but you know what helps though? The schedule planner. That's that good. helped. That Whenever they perfect. came out with that, that yeah. helps. That it doesn't beautiful. matter what. You need to use that. Like, take advantage of a schedule planner. What Holy does it do? Because, okay, so basically, it's exactly how it sounds. You schedule a planner. So you pick classes you think you might be interested in. It tells you the times, the locations, and everything. And so you can see what days and, like, what times they are. Like, just like that. Yeah. So if you have, like, two classes that you want to take, like, you can see if they're, like, conflicting times and blah, 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 blah. And so once you figure out your schedule, that's something you like, instead of searching for the classes manually, like, every single time, mm -hmm. you can just pick... You can put as many courses that you want, and it'll show you all the available ones. You can go in and pick one individually, and then you can see, like, I personally like to have my classes back-to-back. -back. I just love that structure. I cannot, for the life of me, have huge gaps yeah, in between the classes sleepy. because I can't focus on it. Anyways, so basically, <laughs> once you figure all that out, you can send it to the shopping cart, and then once it's time for your registration, since that's already in your shopping cart, you just have to register for your classes and you can pick that plan and then... It's, it's a beautiful process. I didn't even have a choice for my classes. Like, all four, except for one class, all of my classes had one time, one professor. It could okay, be... Okay, because, like, as you, as you do go into, like, your higher division classes, the number of those classes available, cool. like, like smaller and smaller. But not even, like, multiple professors or nothing. It, it's the same professor. It could professor. be that you already... Are on a plan that you don't. You should probably talk to your advisor because that was also an option. Like you can have, you can follow the UTSA plan for your degree works, and all your classes are already scheduled for you. Oh. So that's no, how you like can when graduate. I looked up the classes, oh. well, it only showed me uh. one option. What's your major again, Andre? Yeah, uh, never heard of that. This so. week. <laughs> yeah, that's probably one. why. Yeah, that's my major. I'd say if you can. Use your advisor, use it, you know, just because you don't want to wait too long to register for your classes, you know. That's true. A great example is myself, you know. <laughs> you know, so I, I've been doing it all myself. You know, your advisor tells you, like, you know, what to do, like, what classes to do because they know the, the they know the deadlines, they know the availability of the professors, how often they get filled up pretty quickly. You know, they've been doing it for a while. And if you don't use your advisor, like I've been doing, I waited way past my registration date but luckily I um, all I have left is electives so I waited till about two days before the deadline was over to even register for classes to oh register God. I got lucky found all online classes like I wanted to got a, <laughs> I, I just joined a bunch of random electives and luckily that all applies because I, I just need electives at this point so I'm taking just wow. fun classes That's you know really stuff so I don't know anything weird. about no, dude, I wake up at 6 50 so it, it opens at 7 I can't. For what? For, for registration. Oh, I thought you meant for class. No, It opens at 7. That's the only thing I actually wake up really there, for. There's two types of people in this world for sure. There's procrastinators and then there's doers. You know, there's... So one of, my, one of my favorite things about being at UTSA, which is at like pretty much every college, is like how many things you can do that are outside of like school. Because the rec, they do like yoga. I did sunrise yoga last week. <laughs> It was so nice. Yeah, like, I almost fell asleep. Like, it was very relaxing. There was a lot of people there, too, actually. Like, a good handful of people. I want to do yoga, but, like, the tension is what holds me. You know? You can, but they did really... It's like a beginner's <laughs> course. So, like, even... Because I'm... Bro, I'm not that flexible either, but... She, I wake up in the morning, and, like, the only thing that gets me up is the vengeance of, like... Vengeance? Like, spite. 
like spite is what gets against who? Do you want to hug? Yeah, and if you have a hard time getting up in the morning, we need to take Nat's yoga. You see, like, you have a hard time getting up in the mornings. Besides an alarm clock, I do recommend an animal because I I have a cat talk, very talkative, and I don't like to get out of bed because I have blackout <laughs> curtains. And he'll oh, I, know, I know it's time to wake up when I hear swatting under my door and constant meowing because I know it's time to feed my cat, but. Yeah, if you don't have motivation to get out of bed, then, you know, animals, you know, having it activities is. or a to-do list to go do, you know, like, if you go to the rec center, go to the fields, you know, the rec fields, go to campus in general, you'll meet people eventually, you might think, even if you're antisocial, you don't like people, you'll, you'll just run into people, it just happens, it's, it's, just, a matter, it's just a matter of time. I used to have, like, this one, sorry, I used to have this one when I used to go to the gym, now I just do my little mental health walks around HSA. When I used to go to the gym, there was like this one guy, like no matter what time I went, like we would always go together. And he used Aww. to live here at Oaks. Like, That's cute. Out. But like we would always, like I would go to a little, you know, the little step things or whatever, and it would just be me and him in that one section of the gym. And I would be like, don't look at him, don't talk to him. But like we would acknowledge each other. We would like walk to our little machines, and we'd be like, that's so cute. Do a little nod. <laughs> and so we never talked. And then he moved out, and I was so sad because I was like, should have talked to him. Yeah. I know, I should have. I love gym buddies. Like. So not everybody has a plan every time that they wake up. They, they don't want to like, get out of bed. They're like, like I, don't, I don't even know what I'm going to do today. And that's usually what keeps people just sitting around, not knowing what they're going to do. I, I don't know how long, like, like two semesters of college. Like my, The first two, I didn't know what homework I was going to do that day, if I was going to even go to the gym that day, if I was going to actually like, go outside. Like, go outside. And, like, I was just <laughs> sitting inside playing games, watching Netflix all day, is to make a schedule for yourself. Um, I've recently started making a schedule for myself, and I find that like, you know, I make sure that on my days off, I get out of bed before 11. You know, like, some people get up earlier. Uh, I like to sleep in, you know, but get out of bed before 11. Set a certain time for you to eat your first meal because you know breakfast really is the most important meal of the day. And then you know, like if you if you want to set like a workout schedule and everything, just make it to where you know that you have to do stuff for the day. Because if you don't have a plan, then you're just gonna sit around all day. But Honestly, saying that too, um, if you have a pet as well, it really helps it become a lot easier making that plan every day because it becomes like clockwork for you. That's true. When I when I got Calypso and like after I registered yeah. I registered her and everything here at University Oaks. Mm -hmm. Um those like first couple of months like we would go out and I, I got her like these little booties so we would both be walking oh, and like I got her like this little water bottle because Calypso like she's energetic she's but like we would fun. we would go like halfway into like the first half mile and she would already be like out of it. So she's like she has the energy she just doesn't like that like to walk. And so I have to like convince her, and so I'd give her like the little water bottle with like the little bowl that you push, and like it fills up Those like are that. So cute. And she'd be like, and she'd be like, all right, let's go. And so we would just do our little silly little walk, and we would like finish, and we'd come back, and then and then we would like lounge on the couch and things like that. I can't that. lie, Hades is like that, but like he just feeds off of your energy. So Aww. if you if you want to sleep. He'll sleep right with you. You want to do something? He'll do something. I'm actually kind of glad Calypso's like a cuddle bug because like we, we both knock out on the bed. Not and it really does make a change. Like having a, just a simple doesn't have to be a furry animal. You know, some people like you know fish, snakes. I don't know. But I, I'm a you know cat and dog type <laughs> of guy. But you know, having an animal really does go a long way. You know, they can be that emotional support. They can get you up in the morning. And you know, like some animals, they force Definitely. you to get up. You know, they they get you out of bed. They let you know like, hey, get up. It's time to feed me. And then you know, go about your day. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's what you plants. call it, ESA as well. And ESA much. just helps you, especially if like you're battling like some type of bipolarness or depression. Just having an emotional support yeah. animal just helps you, like, just keep fighting and keep moving on throughout yeah. the day. And, you know, people come to college, it's a really big stress. I, I came in the college thinking, it's, a big it's going to be, like, I'm, I'm going to lose control of my schedule and it's going to be crazy. No, it's, it's honestly as hard as you make it. And if you really feel like you're coming into college, a lot of students, you know, the first year is the worst. You know, they're away from their family. They're living by themselves. That makes them a little down. And, and it's also, like this is the first time they're in charge of their own exactly. schedule and like and what they're going to do every single day. And so. they're away from their parents too and they don't even start with on like parents like yeah. the parent pressure <laughs> to be parent in college. That's oh. So That's why I'm here. My <laughs> the most scheduled thing is because um, you were saying like you know set a time for this set a time for that. Also just say okay I have these three things to do. As long as I get those done I'm good for the day. That's true. I'm That's, the type of person yeah. where like I'm gonna get this done by 11. If by 11 I didn't do it, my whole mood is ruined and I don't wanna do anything else for the rest of the day. <laughs> so I feel like that also has to do a lot with like how you like to plan your day. 
Because some people like to like by nine Every this, single... by ten this. Yeah. If I just get the two things I gotta do done, I'm... I used to be like that. Um, like just don't procrastinate like, when you do it, though. That's yeah. true. I would have every single hour like planned out, mm -mm. and then one day, um, my sister saw my schedule, and like I think it was like eleven thirty at one point, and I was still watching like PBS. It was during the summer, and she was just like, "Why are you still watching TV? Like you said that you would be washing dishes right now," and that turned me off for the rest of my life. That one moment, I could never ever ever have anything like scheduled so precisely. So now I'm like Andrea, like I will have like a list of five or four things to do. And as long as I get that done by the end of the day, like I feel fine. It's good for your mental health Yeah. yeah. to give yourself like some wiggle room. Yeah, mm -hmm. definitely give yourself wiggle room. You don't want to put every single day homework, like homework, 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 like study, study, study. And you know, you can fit a couple hours here, a couple hours there. You don't, you don't have to do it every yeah, day. Yeah, so it's good to have that yeah. flexibility. A little procrastination mm -hmm. is good in moderation, of course. You know, right. Don't wait till the last minute. Everything's good in moderation, exactly. You know, you don't want to wait till the last minute. And you know, back to what we were saying, if you, you know, you come into college, things get hard. You know, not everybody's, you know, built to, you know, immediately just live by themselves. Yeah. Parent, you know, parent, will, you know, living with your parents or guardians, it's really just, you know, really hard to separate yourself from that. And if you come here, you know, getting an animal, making a new friend, talking to somebody on campus like your counselor, it can really just make a big difference, you know, That's in your true. day and how you see things. You know, they can put a whole different perspective in your head and. You just might not even know it. You know. There's perks of living each place, you know. Dorms might be smaller. I think for a freshman, I would, I mean, I would highly advise living in a dorm and then moving off campus or staying at the dorms. Because I personally like the interconnections and like the friendships that you make at the dorm. And then you move out, you, you're still friends with them. Because like, it actually, it allows you to understand like, okay, what is college actually like? Yeah. What is that college experience going to be like for me as I'm a freshman, I'm new to this area? I think for people, obviously, for commuters or like live in San Antonio, I don't think it should be required for them to live on campus for the first year. I think I think it's no, still, I know, but uh, it used to be it used to be it was recommended. But though. like, since I am not from San Antonio, like I'm from Houston, I personally would have like loved it for it to be like a requirement for like out towners to be required to live in a dorm, just because that would have it made a huge impact for me. Like I was like I knew I wasn't the only one struggling, like yeah. being like family like figuring out college by myself being a first gen student like it was scary and tough but like it made me feel a little bit better knowing that i can knock on my neighbor's door and be like hey like do you know where this is like do you want to go together like hmm. there's this program like job fair like do you want to go i, yeah. I kind of feel that way about oaks because like it is on campus so that's really convenient to getting to class but i personally like it a lot more because i lived in the dorm so i lived at laurel when yeah. i was an ra there but I mean, I love romanticizing my life. So I love having the independence of like having my own kitchen, like having the freedom to cook what I want, not having to go to the dining hall. And I'm low key, I'm a little bit introverted. Like I have a very limited social battery. So I like to like take those times to myself. I don't know, but that's just my experience. Oh, I guess because I not 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 everyone's super like extroverted I like think, that. Yeah, it, it was really draining for me. Yeah, because my one of my main requirements looking for a school was to not be required to live on campus the first year <laughs> because I don't like sharing my things. I don't like sharing a bathroom. I will say, and for sharing stuff, my first year I roomed with a really close friend of mine, and like we were one of the odd people that like that yeah. friendship got we got we were even closer at that point, like, we didn't fight about everything. So I kind of miss rooming with someone that you know and not just a random person. Like, don't get me wrong, like, me and my roommate get along just fine, like I love her. But I do miss that, like, getting home, like, um, talking about how our days went, like, just like decompressing and now I have to, like, do it over the phone it, with my parents. It really does make a difference. And, you know, for people who come into college, you know, and they feel that little bit of, a like, loneliness because they're not with their family, it really, like, if you have roommates, you know, even if it's hard, even if like, you know, there, there's something in between you guys that's making it hard for y'all to get along, do your best because coming home, you like what you said about yeah. your roommate, like, like, you know, like I'm friend, like I'm roommates with somebody who I've known for almost a decade. I, I've not known uh, my roommate Matthew since middle school. And it's, it's really nice to just come home every day. And even if he, even if, uh, you know, like he wasn't a friend of like 10 years, coming home, talking to somebody about your day, like 
Like, oh, like, because, you know, everybody always has something on their mind, like, ah, yeah. oh, I'm so upset about what this person said earlier. Oh, somebody cut me off. Like, just talking to them, just getting it out. Like, you know. Like just, venting. Some, yeah, venting. Like, sometimes people write, sometimes people talk, and, you know, that, that really makes, it takes off, so like, a huge the stress, like, the weight off your back, like, off your shoulders and everything. It's, it's a lot bigger, like, just talking to somebody. And, you know, it's hard, but sometimes that's all you need to do is just, just chat. Are you just saying, like, my toast is too burnt? I'm upset. My toast is too burnt. Yeah, no. That's really. That's serious stuff. Toast is. I've had three. No, she'd be saying that, bro. I've had three different roommates. The first one, well, my first semester, I didn't have anybody. I was by myself in a two by two. Then I got this girl. She was really friendly, but not my type of person, I guess. Wait, is it that weird girl? Her name's also Andrea. It's like Andre, like Rodriguez or something she like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love you. Shots I fired. No, I love, I love both Andre, both Andreas. Uh, my roommate now is Andrea. We're besties. I love her. She's another RA, so I'm sure yeah. she'll be on another episode. She'll be here too. Um, but my second year, I had this roommate who was barely ever home, and it was like very closed off in my room because I didn't want to go outside. I didn't want to bump into her. It's really just that I feel like not everybody has the same experience. Yeah, I had one of those too. My first year, like living here, living like on my own, I had a roommate and she like did, I think she just secretly didn't like me. She would like avoid any interactions with me. Like as soon as I left the kitchen, she'd go into the kitchen. It was super weird. Mm -hmm. That would be me. It was so. Not gonna lie. (laughs) I don't know. I like, I was it's not even like I'm super talkative, though. I wouldn't, like, talk her ear off. I would just be like, That's true. What's it's just up? Like, it doesn't have to be. But she, a lot of my first two different roommates, they both, it was their first time moving out. I don't know if that may have been why, like, why they were so awkward. <laughs> yeah, it always is weird to be in, like, a living situation and things are, like, awkward between you and somebody else because it, it, it just changes the entire, like, environment. Like, you yourself, like, you'll be in your room and you'll be like, should I go into the kitchen right now? Oh, like, yeah, I hated that. Like, I hated it. Like, you don't want to be in your own home and be feel, like, awkward. Like, feel like you can't go do something. Like, mm-hmm. oh, like, can I go into the kitchen right now? Like, is it is it weird? Like, no, you should feel comfortable. Like, if you're, yeah. and if, you know, at the end of the day, you can't get along with your roommate, try and change roommates. You know, you don't got to start some beef. Like, you're like, I'm going to come into the kitchen, but I want to come into the kitchen. <laughs> I'm trying to, like, wait for Josh to finish because I don't want to cut him off. But what I was going to say, like, even if, you're as introverted as a fucking snail. <laughs> you should still talk to your roommate about like boundaries and like what mm-hmm. you feel comfortable with. Cause if you don't start that initial conversation, like it's gonna be awkward for the rest of the mm-hmm. year. But like right. you still have to be like, hey, like, or talk about like what you feel comfortable with. Like if I'm in the kitchen, like is it like it's okay for you to come out and get your snack or whatever, and not just like we only have to be using like. One at a time. Like, it's a common room. It's like a living room. Like, Mm -hmm. you're supposed to be sharing that space. But say, like, you do that, right? What is your advice to say, like, they set their boundaries, but still that, that, like, them not being around each other is still happening? What's your advice to them? I mean, listen, at least for me, like, as long as you're aware of, like, what I'm comfortable with, like, what I'm okay with, then I've done my part. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm not a confrontational person, but like when you when push comes to fucking shove, like I will be like, I've already told you this. I don't want to have to repeat myself, but if you do not respect my boundaries, like there will be consequences. Not like consequences, like I'm gonna beat you up, but like. But that's what you'd be thinking though. I, I do be thinking. <laughs> <laughs> if it wasn't for like my mom's voice in my head, like I would be getting into so many fights, dude. Thank I you, think mom. Like, Thank you. Yeah, you're never gonna see this, but um, yeah. But the other way around, though, like if your roommate also comes to you, like saying, like, "Hey, I noticed that like I took out the trash like the past three times. Like, could you take them out? Like, let it roll off your back." Because that's what happened to me. Like, I think like last week. Yeah, just don't take it personal. Because like you're both just trying to like vibe. Yeah, you're living in each other's spaces. Yeah. yeah. Take things with a grain of salt. Yeah. Don't mm-hmm. don't like it. It's not personal at all every point like you like especially in college you gotta take things with a grain of salt people will say things they're gonna hurt your feelings might be your professors might be your classmates might be your roommates and your best friend you just you just gotta roll roll with the punches i mean like college is college is about taking as many (laughs) as possible and just bouncing right back up yeah 
Take, take, take it with a grain of salt. Like, grain of salt. be able you to take criticism. Like, be, like, don't like get a, you know, like everything cannot. Have you, have you not heard that? Yeah, mm, it's the same. Oh, I'm no. sorry. It, yeah, I was like, it's basically <laughs> like, don't take everything like 100 seriously. Like, I don't fucking know. What am I? Fucking we didn't invent it. I didn't invent this thing. I just, I just picked it up. You know? I've never heard that before. <laughs> yeah, but college is college. Is, stressful. I mean, there's, there's lots of parts of college, you know, like that you're going to be surprised by, you know, like you're going to think that this is how it's going to be and it can be a completely different thing. Just, it's just really just a matter of how you go with it. You know, you gotta, you gotta really lay out a path for yourself and not just start like hopping around because you will get lost if you just start, you know, having a really messy schedule, not having connections, you know, not actually trying to talk to your advisor, all this extra stuff. And it's really just about making a plan. Literally. It's really about stepping up and doing it yourself. Yeah. Which a lot of people are not. Of the big boy bridges. <laughs> like, what is, I guess, what is advice you would have told yourself? If, like, when you were first starting, like, first starting college, or like, you look back and you're like, damn, like, I really should, not a regret, but like, you were like, I really should have listened to my mentor, or I really should have. I'll say to my biggest regret, like, what I didn't do was, you know, like, something that I know that it's gonna matter in the future. Like, you know, my advisor didn't help me, and I feel like I'm still gonna graduate, so I don't think that was the biggest thing. The biggest regret is I didn't apply for scholarships. And, you know, because at the end of college, what, you have your degree, and what's your responsibility? Pay off your student debts. And you apply for all those free-to-apply-for scholarships that you can definitely get, you know, all that money that just gets, you know, like, you know, thrown to something else, or hopefully not just thrown I mean, in the trash. You know, like, money, like, paying off your college debt is, is usually the end game. Like, oh, you gotta pay it back. And, Scholarships I didn't apply for, and you know now I'm gonna have to pay, and ask, pay them back. Ask the school, ask your counselor, or whoever it is, to for the schools offer scholarships too. Like UTSA themselves have private scholarships that you can apply to. That a lot of people your major about. might also yeah. have private scholarships too, at least mm-hmm. in terms mm-hmm. in like my scholarship or my major I know they offer a scholarship you have to apply for it and everything but yeah it might be the case I for your major as well you just have to ask I mean yeah and like in that, in that case too like don't just apply for scholarships apply for grants as well because yeah. grants you don't have to pay them back mm-hmm. anyways you're right apply to these scholarships because the worst they can say is no the best option is that they say yes you just have to mm-hmm. work on some things or something like that like submit another essay, submit a transcript or something, like yeah, the worst they can say is no, the best option is they accept you and they give you that money, and that's, I mean, even if it's a small scholarship or a small grant, that goes a long way in terms of tuition. It helps so much. For a higher education is ridiculously expensive now. Because if you look at it, like, in-state tuition, yeah, it's about maybe 12000 like, a year, but if you're out of state going so to that state college, it's triple the price and it makes no sense whatsoever any advice you would give to your past self about classes professors things like that it's okay to come in as undecided that is probably my biggest thing i've changed majors three times and it's also okay to not choose a passion not everybody has a passion it's okay to go to college and not be super passionate about what you're going to do. If you like it, that is enough. And if you're happy with it and then you enjoy it, that is enough. It's not, not everybody has a passion. That's true. And that was my biggest thing. I wanted to be so passionate about my degree my entire life. And then I got to college and I hated it. And I was like, what do I do? What's happening? You do some things and it doesn't work out. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that happens sometimes. Yeah. So it's definitely okay to come to college not knowing what you want. Not for too long, because that's also money. But <laughs> money and time. Yeah. But if you know you have the time and the money, take it. Take the opportunity to take your time. That's my true thing. Jerry? Follow your heart, honestly. I mean, I like so many opportunities even before coming to UTSA that like <laughs> I had so many opportunities to like before UTSA like athletic scholarships that I didn't take and you know what I'm thankful for it because I followed my heart and I followed like what I wanted to do and honestly I don't regret anything that I've done so far just keep doing that 
hurts. <laughs> Sorry. Um, my piece of advice is like, get involved. Like, I feel like it's keep your mental health up by like, you know, meeting people. Yeah. Those people that will keep you on the up. Right. <laughs> and that's it. I think my advice uh, would be to not be afraid. Like Julia said, don't be afraid to put yourself first. Um, I think we put a lot of pressure on graduating in four years, being successful, but sometimes you're going to bring yourself out and you need to recognize those signs. Um, take a break when you need to take a break and don't ignore those signs um, because I think my biggest regret is not taking a break when I should have and I muscled through and I did a lot worse than I wanted to. Um, and that's time and money I'm not going to get back. Mm -hmm. So don't be afraid to take a semester off. Like there's, there's no reason for you to be afraid to do that mm -hmm. because at the end of the day, school is still going to be there, but your mental health is not going to be the same as it, as it was. There's only so much like pressure the human body can take like physically and emotionally and mentally. And if you push it to its breaking point, you yourself are going to just going to crash. So why wait until you crash in order to take that break where you can just save yourself all the trouble? Sure. College, it's not a race. It's, a, mar it's a marathon. Yeah. It, it really is. It's, you're not, in the book. Man, life is a damn marathon. You're not trying to be your friends to graduate. <laughs> 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 well, thank you guys so much for joining us this episode. We hope to see you guys again. Topic. Three J's. <laughs> the three J's. J3. We did that on purpose. The I did that on purpose. But um, if you guys have any comments or any any, any advice, uh, anything that we said wrong, feel free to correct us. Yeah. Reach out to us on Instagram. Um, send us an email, comment. And if you want to hear us talk about literally anything else. Yeah, give us ideas. Wow, what a great episode. <laughs> we had such a fun time recording that. Um, and I hope you guys liked it. Uh, I know we did. Yes. <laughs> but I mean, if we got anything wrong, please correct us. You know, we want to interact with you guys. This is for you guys just as much as it is for us. But thank you. Uh, yeah. Thanks so much for listening. And we'll hope to see you in the next episode. See Bye, you guys. Soon. Bye.